Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we bless the beer down in Africa. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and today we are reading The Snows of Kilimanjaro by Ernest Hemingway. And starting with this beer that you brought, Nate, what is this? This is called Mount Crushmore, <laughs> and it's by Ale Smith, and it, it is a American session ale. So, like, crushable. I think ah, that's the idea. Like you can crush more of them? Mm. More than others, yes. And and this has to do with the book because that's a mountain. And so is Kilimanjaro. That's, that's exactly the connection. It. You, how'd you read my mind? <laughs> that tastes like exactly what it says. That is a mm-hmm. light, 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 light beer that's a little hoppy. I don't like this. It's boring. <laughs> I don't want to crush these. I want to. It's okay. 4.6%. Not worth my fucking time. For reals, bro. Need this that. is the equivalent of Mitch Hedberg. It's like, rice is great. Well, you want to eat 10,000 of something? <laughs> you could have 46 of these and be like, I'm fine. I feel like the same way about shrimp, by the way. I want to eat. I don't like shrimp. There's sea maggots and two I don't want to eat dozens of Two dozen life. I want two dozen things to die for me to eat right now. And you eat shrimp. As an appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Then I can eat a real food. Then I have a steak. I can, and eat, I will, I can eat these sea spiders first. I will dip them in the same amount of their weight of ketchup and hot sauce. <laughs> Horseradish. Oh, horseradish is nice. Made with real horse. Cruel to the horses. Radishes don't feel any pain. All right, so this beer is here. Just like the story, it turns out. So this is another very, very famous short story we're doing. This is another Hemingway book that I was read and was thoroughly disappointed in. Yeah, it was just guy being a dick. This is the one of the only things on our short story list I had even heard of before. And I was very disappointed in it, yeah. Yeah, It was this in Yellow Wallpaper. I think that was it. That's all I really knew. I I knew the dead. I had heard of probably a, mm, a Telltale fifth. Heart. Telltale yeah. Heart, yes. Telltale that Heart. one I definitely knew. There's some other ones. Um, I probably knew less than get, oh. less than five of the ones that you chose. I, cho- I, I, I literally picked the top yeah, 30 I just, I, just don't fuck, I just don't know if I can know any, I guess. I had heard of more, many more than I had read, of course. Um, but this one I actually didn't know anything about. It's like, oh, Hemingway, it's probably a guy being super macho and a prick. Yep. And uh, there it was, yeah. Hence the other beer. Yeah, yes, but we'll still get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Anyway, so the main character, who definitely, it sounds autobiographical, mostly, except for the fact that, you know, I'm not dying at the end. But, uh, Spoiler. Uh, so anyway, this guy, dead. who he's on safari, or he's on a trip in Africa, and he is dying because he, like, scratched himself. He, like, scratched he his fucking knee boo-boo. on a thorn <laughs> and didn't wash it or didn't, like, clean it. Well enough. And now he has gangrene on his he leg. He's rotting to death. He's and like, now, he's, now he's dying. He's like the Dothraki guy. Yes. I am too macho for medicine. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was last month. You know this stuff. So, yeah, he's just... He's, uh, in the beginning, you don't really know what's happening. It's almost just line, alternating lines of dialogue without even attributions. Just they say someone says something, then someone else says something, and you don't really know mm-hmm. who or what or what. And I was laughing a lot because it made me think of... Uh, there's a part where it's like, it's definitely gangrene. Sorry about the smell. <laughs> or something like that, right? And all I could think about was um, Austin Powers when Will Ferrell like falls down the mountain and he's like, ah, it's, I'm not dead. No, it's, it's when, it's when uh, he pushes the button and his chair falls. No, but he, he it, dies in the second one, oh, too. Oh, right. He fl- like, dies again. My leg is very badly broken. <laughs> yeah. It's starting to smell like almonds. <laughs> <I'm> t- <laughs> That's what I was thinking of the rest of the story. I forgot about that one, yeah. <laughs> And that was that was the best part of the book for me. Thinking was, about that scene was better than reading this whole story. Yeah, exactly. This this story blew. Anyway, so the definitely not <laughs> Ernest Hemingway is sort of like he's dying, and this then his wife is there. 
<laughs> his brother, learnest, learnest <laughs> Flemingway, yeah, <laughs> is like reflecting on life and about he reg- he regrets all these things he didn't do he's or remembering regret- all the shitty things he's ever done. All the like all his like first wife who you know they always just fought all the time but he and I spent so that much. two weeks whoring in Paris yeah <laughs> and she didn't like whoring that whoring was a I'd... verb <laughs> and I beat up a guy to take his whore and I punched him twice in the face he didn't go down like damn now I have to really fight this guy that happens in the story <laughs> he's yeah. such a fucking macho this dick. is a oh, that yeah. guy's almost as much over of a and over man. again and then he's like and I left that whore before she woke up and at one point like uh, this is like the dumbest line, even though it's something we would say. Uh, his wife is like, your leg is destroyed. I'd like to destroy yeah. you. I mean, that's what we would say, but we're not world famous writers. But we'd also be saying it kind of tongue in cheek, like as a funny thing dick to say. Cheek. Yeah, dick it deep in those cheeks. And then that's how you destroy it. So we would definitely make that joke, but not seriously and not to... Not as like not a, to his wife a when pig he's up line. Let me tell you, I'm the only guy who's married here so far. That line's not going to work. It depends. <laughs> it depends if you're, you know, if your leg's rotting off and your wife is maybe feeling bad for you. So wait, so I, I, I smell like a rotten leg, and then I kind of say something like a drunk frat guy, and she's like, oh, I guess it wasn't. It wasn't written, but after that, he said, "Ho!" and he <laughs> held his hands up, and she high fived him reluctantly, but she did. <laughs> And that's near the end when he's really dying. <laughs> anyway, he's like, if so I'm going he's... out, she's gonna remember this. <laughs> like he and, died and, slowly, and then he fuck, put this fucking and, line. And on his me. wife is like, "Oh, honey, you have to like be strong and like get better because I love you broth. so much." And he goes, "I never loved you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never loved you. I just, I just married you for your money." That's uh, basically he's, he's what he's saying. He says, "I'm telling you this so you'll not be sad when I'm dead." But he probably really meant it. Oh, yeah. No, he really didn't love her. He no. was just... And he talks about, oh, I had so much potential as a writer. Yeah. Oh, these all things, the things I he, didn't write. Yeah, everything I, he All didn't these things write. I didn't all write. The, all the cool stuff he did. Being all these a great stories I just didn't write because I just had to go be too a douchebag all the time. I was writing with my cock. <laughs> I didn't get to put any pen to paper. <laughs> and then he, he talks filled about... filled a few inkwells, if you know what I mean. Penis to whore. <laughs> And then he's always like, he's also remembering. So, okay, the story goes back and forth between him having dialogue with his wife and then these long passages in italics, which were fucking really all, annoying. Remembering all the whores he banged. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> and people dying in World War One. Yeah. Those were the passages. Well, there was a one passage about the, all the times it had also snowed. <laughs> and then we gambled a lot in the snow that time. That was kind of cool. And then, uh, then there was another time. There was a man running from the what's that French police word? Gendarmes or gendarmes? Gendarmes, yeah, yeah. gendarmes. Gendarmes. And, and he's like, and we distracted them until the snow prints were f- were filled in with new snow. Good times. And then it just keeps cutting back between those kind of things and him talking to the woman like, "Hey, go fuck yourself, bitch." And she's like, "But why? Why are you mean to me?" Because like, I'm a man. Yeah, I like horrid. Don't get your panties in a twist. Unless you're twisting them off to whore. You <laughs> 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 should have another drink. We should. Pour this one out for the whores. And uh, what is this, uh, Nate? You brought this beverage. This is called Brose. <laughs> it is a cider co-fermented with blueberries. It's probably going to be really sour and really dis- disgusting. I'm really hoping it's not. It's, it's, it, there's like a weird scale. It's very scientific on the side of the can. It says dry and sweet. And it has a bunch of dots. And this is closer to dry. It's like one dot 
on the thing closer to dry than sweet. Like it's just past the middle point. Though dry and sweet are not opposites, so I don't really understand. Well, they are in wine terms. Oh, are they? And okay. cider, yeah. Okay, that makes like sense. Like dry meaning not sweet. Kind of like it. It's, it, is a, it. it is not as tart as I expected it to be. No, I was so afraid because the other things we've had from this cidery or whatever it is. Yes, Citizen Cider. We've had some good stuff from there. It's been pretty crazy. Oh, this is Citizen Cider? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like um, all the stuff we did for the um, Dirty Mayor and yeah, uh, yeah. United, United Press. Press. All, all those ciders that are pretty good. Those are all pretty good. And you know what? This is good too. I like this. It is a little bit tart, but just only a tiny bit, which is just fine with me. Yeah. This is lovely as shit. It doesn't taste at all like blueberries. This is my favorite no. brose. Well, I should hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is someone's phone near the thing? The little... No, just like a constant like... Just like the whole time. Oh, I think that was the bitch in the story. Oh, right, yeah. Just annoying. Just let me die, whore. Yeah, pretty much. He's like... And she's like, you have to stay strong. Bring me this whiskey and soda. No, have this broth that's made with cassava or whatever the fuck they have. <laughs> no, it's made with a yak. Oh, <laughs> right yeah, yeah. It was like some the animal she shot. Oh, yeah, there's a part where she... She's she such a good shot. A she know, she's not that pretty, but she's got a banging body. And she wasn't that old when I found her. And she could shoot a mean animal. Too bad she's not a whore. <laughs> <laughs> she would charge at least $14 for a night. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so he keeps going back and forth between remember these things and talking to the woman, and then finally he realizes, no, I'm definitely going to die here. And yeah. then he like, it's later that night, and he goes to sleep, and he dreams that the plane finally arrives, or he oh, thinks... Oh, yeah, they've been talking about a plane the whole time. The plane finally arrives. because take him to cure him of they're, gangrene. To the big village. Because <laughs> they're like out in the middle of nowhere, like in a camp, you know. They have to build the airstrip. Yeah. There's a part where like... Uh, what's she called? The smudges or something like that? She says, like, they got the smudges ready and the and the the t- you know railroad ties to create a airstrip for this plane to land. Yeah, they have to like set fires to tell the plane to land. Yeah, and and anyway, so the plane lands and he they finally like oh we've got to get going, old chap, and then they like <laughs> load him on and everything's great, except not because actually he dreamed that and he's he been hanging from Owl Creek Bridge the whole time. <laughs> Yes. Oh, wrong story. Yeah. But not really. No, actually, he was dead. The woman, the wife, wakes up and hears like the hyena or something like that. That's like a, a human cry. Yeah, exactly. And then realizes, oh, no, he's dead. Can't hear him breathing. It fucking smells like rotten legs. She sees his, his leg is over the side of the bed because even the bed was like, that shit's gross. Get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where like, I'm rotten up to my mid-thigh. And I half expected him to be like, but not to my dick. You know, like, it's, he was such a man. He was a man. My cock is like the Highlander of my body. As the other parts get weaker, it gets bigger. <laughs> Blood is diverted. <laughs> <laughs> it's rising like Olympus above the Serengeti. Another Africa line. <laughs> I need to I seek to cure what's deep inside or something like that. That's another line of the song. That's what he told his wife. Yeah, I need to get deep inside. I'm frightened of this thing that I've become. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's the end of that. Yep, the end. We should uh, we should uh, keep track at the end of this month how many short stories sucked and did not because this one is a uh, garbaggio. Almost all Some of them sucked. so annoying. Yeah, almost all of them sucked. I mean, actually, I, like Jimmy has uh, made clear, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Hemingway either. But this is just there's like not even any fun, like, nothing redeeming about it for me. Yeah, I just I don't like Hemingway at all. I've read a bunch and I hated every one of them. I liked Old Man in the Sea, which, which is about it? twice as long as the story. Which one was Old Man in the Sea? Is that the oh the fish? There's the a the man catches yeah. the fish and then he loses the fish. Yeah, yeah. That, that one was okay at best. Yeah, 
You did that on the podcast with us. Yeah, it's been a long. So time. one of your first episodes. That yeah. was like one of the first ones. But like I read, what the sun also rises and um, farewell to arms. I didn't read that one. That's what the Spanish Civil War, right? That was World War One, but in Spain. But maybe the Spanish Civil War. World War One wasn't really in, in Spain. Spain. No. Span the farewell to arms was uh, World War One when he's like riding the fucking uh, ambulance. Yeah, around yeah, that was a World War One. Fucking a war. And then she's oh, pregnant, and then the kid dies at the end. Oh, yeah, oh, Farewell to Arms was after the war, and he's like just there, like laying about and being doing nothing. I haven't I read it years ago. It, oh yeah, oh, I remember now. Yeah, that book sucked. Fuck that. Book. It did. Yeah, I said farewell to that book. Yeah, so not a good short story, but it's really famous. Why? Because Hemingway wrote it. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. It's something you can read, so you can say you read a Hemingway story. And you have to read a whole book. I think also people will like. There's like autobiographical elements, as Nate was saying earlier. Like it clearly is him. He know? was a man's man. He was hoarded his way across six continents. Sorry, continents. And he fucked a penguin in Antarctica <laughs> just to make it count. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, that's it. Fuck that's that it. story. Yeah, I, 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 I guess if you had it in a you know an academic setting where you could go go balls deep on the story, like he did on those horse. You'd he couldn't get balls. He was able too big. <laughs> he had to, it's ready to go to Africa, get the big game. <laughs> I need larger mammals. <laughs> so he, A wild beast. <laughs> he, uh, you know, I, I bet, like those flashback things and like that's her, they're not quite stream of consciousness, but like they're just weird little, little vignettes things. Yeah. Of how masculine he was. There's something, and I'm sure nowadays anybody doing some sort of like gender studies story would have a field day with this. Of the to- yeah. the toxic masculinity sort of thing, yeah. In this case, it pretty clearly is kind of toxic. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a, he's a bad person. He's just a alpha douche, and he wasn't even good at it. He got scratched by a thorn and died of a boo boo. <laughs> After all his whoring and you know World War Oneing, he got a cut from a plant. Says, no, don't kiss it to make it better. Kiss these nuts. <laughs> That's what happened instead. That's what he did. Yeah. I think that was in the. I, I remember reading that passage. I John. believe. I believe he was. He did not say D's. But he said to these because oh, D's had proper, not been yeah. vernacular yet. <laughs> Sample them. <laughs> anyway, Kilimanjaro. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. But did I really talk about Kilimanjaro though? Like, no. He's just, he's just next in, to it. In his it. in his dream of surviving, they fly a plane over it, and he sees the plateau on top of it. And he's like, "That's pretty cool." And he sees and the snows of Kilimanjaro yeah. in his dream, but he's actually dead. Sweet. That's it. Cool story, bro. Anyway, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitters at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. If you've enjoyed this, uh, leave us a review wherever you're listening to. And uh, if you feel so inclined, why not ride it up to uh, five stars, you whore? And we are now part of the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. So check them out, too. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.